Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen to some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master, as always, Ian Cusick. Joined by my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How you doing tonight, Bryce? It's, uh, it's a stormy night. Oh, it's, it's, a, really it's a storming in your neck of the woods. It's a fucking tornado warning. Oh, that's kind of cringe. Yeah, it's a little cringe. It's a, it's a tad cringe. Slight amount of cringe, but it's all right. You know, that it is what it is. Uh, ho- hopefully you don't get fucking swept up because that would kind of suck. I know you were before. Well, you know, if I had Raza warming up in the bullpen, maybe, but like, <laughs> we're not there yet. We set our closer, so. Yeah, closer got the day off, so. Yeah. All right. But, uh, well. you know, that, that NBA playoffs thing is still going on, I guess. That wacky, wacky NBA playoffs. I mean, it, it still sort of exists, doesn't it? Like, kind of, sort of. I mean, yeah. I would say so. Um, how do? How should we? You want to start with, I guess, Denver Phoenix, since that's already over. Yeah, well, I mean, there's not much you can say. Uh, I mean, Suns and four, but that's... the Suns and four. Yeah, Miss, uh, I went out there and I said, "This is going to be serious. This is going to be hard fought." Nope, not at all. Nope, not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> I mean, although, you know, shout out to Chris Paul. He's in COVID protocol, but uh, hopefully, he'll be ready. I'm pretty for, sure he's uh, vaccinated, so he should be ready for the conference finals. Yeah, and he got a lot of time off as well, which is good. So, that's good for them. I mean, <laughs> tell you what, this... the Suns look like the Suns look like they're going to go to the finals. I mean, they look great. I mean, they're they're looking like a very very strong team right now. Uh, I know a lot of people were talking how oh they beat up on an injured Lakers team, but. This Nuggets team, like... Yeah, who has the MVP of the league. Sweep an MVP, I mean, that's going to turn some heads. It's a little sure. uh, a little curious. Just a little bit. But, um... Yeah, shout out to Suns and Four Guy. That was uh, very phony until NBA Twitter drove it into the ground. <sighs> As most things are. Yeah. I don't even laugh at you're not that guy anymore. It, a well a well done you're not that guy is still really funny. It takes a lot of effort to make but, me laugh at one of those, no? They used to just make me laugh. I understand. That's the issue with a lot of Twitter memes now is that like, yeah, they're funny at first. Like, yeah, when someone got ratioed for saying something stupid, it was kind of funny. But no, now, it's not funny they will, anymore. They don't. They they'll comment ratio under anything. Like it's bad. It's a shame that 
everything Twitter touches eventually has to die. And usually faster than it needed to, but... Yes, but that is the only series that is uh, completed so yeah, far. The other, the other series are actually looking really. So interesting. how about how about we talk about uh, uh, Nets box? So I ended up being correct, uh, as I always am. I've never been wrong in Not my once. life, actually. Uh, and this is now the series I thought it was. It's been very interesting. And uh, we got a huge game. Obviously, we had the KD Legacy game in Game 6. But we did not get the closeout. Or in Game 5, rather. In Game 6, we don't get the closeout. Giannis and Middleton go absolutely berserk. They force a Game 7 in Brooklyn. Um, I got to say, man, I think... I think this game seven decides who goes to the finals because I don't think the Sixers or Hawks stops this team. Either no, of these I, teams. Not at all. This, this, the winner of this series wins the East because Milwaukee and Brooklyn are just going at it blow for blow. And Philly and Atlanta is like, yeah, it was really funny when Philly blew that massive lead to Atlanta, but like, this is Atlanta. It's not like exactly a top tier team. If you're the first seed in the East, you should be dealing with these guys like very easily. Not to say that like the Hawks don't deserve to be here or anything. And like in all honesty, you know, this might be a little controversial. Atlanta probably deserves to win this series because they actually look like they gave a shit for most of this series. I so I get what you mean. I mean because. The uh, the reality is the Sixers. If Doc Rivers was not their coach, would probably have won the series in five. Um, however, Doc Rivers is a very unserious coach, and um, the series is either going to end tonight or go to seven. It looks like right now the Sixers do have a bit of a lead, four minutes left. Uh, so they look like this time they should be able to hold on, but we will see. Um, but either way, I don't think either of these teams stops the Nets or the Bucks. So I'm gonna stick by what I said. I think Game Seven on Saturday or today rather decides who's representing the East. It would make sense. Um, so Game Seven. I mean, in Brooklyn, no Kyrie. Harden probably will play, but he's definitely not going to be himself. Who do you think wins? Honestly, I mean, the fact that it's in Brooklyn kind of is kind of swaying me towards that. As badly as I would love to see Milwaukee close the series out in Brooklyn, I'm gonna have to give it to Brooklyn here. I mean, I know. It, the, it, this team isn't going to look like the Nets that we know. They're not 100%, obviously. It's still really hard to bet against the Nets at home. Because I don't think they've lost... Yeah, they haven't lost at home this postseason. Mm, I don't believe they have. They lost... Game 3 was in Boston, the first round. And then they lost games 3, 4, and 6 in Milwaukee. So, yeah, I'm having a hard time betting against the Nets here. So, I mean, this, 
I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, the KD legacy shit, whatever. This is this game seven is Le- this is equivalent for Giannis or LeBron's 2012 uh, game six in Boston uh, nine years ago now. I think it's equivalent to that. I mean, look, Giannis, uh, I mean, look, he has the repertoire, right? Like, he has two MVPs. He has a DPOI. He's obviously a fucking superstar. But this really, I think this game is a legacy game. Like, I really think that this game for Giannis is going to decide how he's viewed. Um... And I, th- I just don't know if he's. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be up for it. I mean, he, admittedly, I don't think he's really had a bad game this series. Um, but he hasn't been guarding KD, which has been the point of contention uh, for a long time. Like really, the whole series, it's it's all we've heard about is you know why isn't Giannis on KD? Um. And I think that, along with a great performance, will f- will give Giannis the uh, repertoire he's looking for. I think in this game, like the MVP is nice, the uh, or the two back the back to back MVPs is nice, the DPOI is nice, but he needs to get this. He needs to get over this hump. That. That narrative that Giannis is a playoff choker, he needs to get over this hump. This, if there was a moment he was going to do it, it would be right now. Um, so I think, in terms of things at stake, there is plenty. Because honestly, you got that on the Bucks side for Giannis, but on the other side, I mean, really, if the Nets win this game, they probably win the finals. Honestly, like if they just if they just hang on for one more game without Kyrie and Harden severely injured, they probably go on to win the finals or their run ends right here. So you have a ring on the line. I can't guarantee the same for the Bucks. I don't know if the I'm not like 100 percent sure and sure. I'm not 100 percent certain the Bucks will win the championship if they win this game. I'm really not. I think the Suns could probably beat them. I think the Jazz could maybe beat them. I think the Clippers could beat them. That's not the point, though. We're in this moment. We're in this round right now. I, it's going to come down to if Gian, it's going to come down to Giannis versus KD. It's, it's going to be less Bucks versus Nets and Giannis versus KD. And whoever wants that more, that's whose team's going to win the game. Um... And I honestly, I can't say I am confident. I, I can't just go out there and be confident the Bucs are going to win. I'm just not. I'm not confident in that. What I am confident in is Kevin Durant. He's been here before. This, is, this shit really don't matter to Katie at this point. Like he, he has done everything possible on a basketball court. He, he, I mean, obviously he wants another ring, but he doesn't have exactly many things to play for. But that doesn't mean he's just going to lay down and lose either. Right. Um, 
So I think it's going to come down to that battle. I think KD wins the battle. I think the Nets move on. I don't think the Bucks are going to beat the Nets at home. I just can't see it. As badly as I would like to see that happen, again, like you said, I do want that. It's just it's hard to beat Brooklyn at home. This Nets team is just too good to lose at home like that. In a game seven, where you know, yeah, Harden's. In all honesty, Harden probably shouldn't be playing if it wasn't a game seven. Well, he's played. He played five and six. He realistically shouldn't be though. Like, he yeah, is, but he played. He still played forty yeah. plus minutes. Right, and I understand that given the circumstances, you need to do that. Injury management wise, though, I don't know if that's the smartest decision, but I understand that there's so much on the line here that that's a move that you make a hundred percent, anyways. With that being said, I just don't see how you can beat this Nets team at home right now. They're just on fire. Well, we've covered this series. We've kind of covered Philly-Atlanta. Not really. Um, I mean... So, let's talk about Jazz Clippers. So, they played in night game six. Uh, by the time you hear this, you'll know what could happen. So, honestly, I mean, if the Jazz win and they go and they beat the Clippers, um, I don't, I don't think, I don't think the Jazz beat the Suns. Honestly, I don't think the Jazz are going to be able to beat the Suns. The Clippers, maybe. I think that that series would go seven. I think I would give it to. The uh, the Suns, Suns and seven if it's Clippers, probably Suns and six if it's. However, I do want to say, um, I want to give all the credit in the world to Paul George because we were so hard on him last year, like egregiously so. He had a bad playoffs, we were getting on his shit so bad. Kawhi goes down in a crucial game like winner go home situation and pg how does he respond a masterpiece literally probably his best performance and i gotta give credit where credit is due pg has really turned around he's had phenomenal playoffs he looks like the number two that was advertised uh to us when the duo was formed, and I give him credit for that. Good for him. You know, he he certainly has come a long way from Pandemic P last year. Yeah. So, uh, good for him. Definitely, he's definitely come alive these last few games, and really just this Clippers team could be would be very much dead right now if PG hadn't shown up. They would have, they would have went out in the first round if yeah. PG hadn't been playing the way he's been playing. They would have bowed out in the first round, and I think they realized that. And good for him; he deserves this. But that being said, who do I think closes out the series? Um. Well, I th- I think the Jazz do. 
uh, whether it's this game or the next game, I think the Jazz win the series due to Kawhi uh, not being healthy. I think if Kawhi stays healthy, I honestly think the Clippers come back and win the series. But well, the Clippers are up 3-2. That is true. Yeah, so the Jazz would need to win both games to close it out. I think, all right, I think if the Clippers, um, the Clip, I think the Clippers have to win. Um, because the, I don't think they can risk in a game seven with the Jazz. I wouldn't want to go seven with this Jazz team. Um, Especially because game seven is in Utah. So, like, yeah. So, I think the Clippers, if they close out tonight, Obviously, yes, they I mean, they win the series. If it goes to seven, I'm not as confident in the Clippers. Um, unless Kawhi is back to a 100% for game seven, which I doubt that's going to be the case. Um, then I think the Jazz win in seven. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. You guys will know what happens before we do. Because the game's gonna be done by the time this goes up, and it hasn't even started yet. Have they have they said what uh, Kawhi's injury was? They said it was an ACL, but like, was it a torn ACL or just a sprain? Or I don't obviously know it's terrible. He's not coming back. I don't even know if he's coming back on a sprain. But... I don't know if they've officially said if he's gonna play again. Uh, I don't know if this what the status is. I'm assuming because it's ACL, even if they do advance, I don't think Kawhi is going to be. Yeah, I just, I don't think, I don't think Kawhi is going to be able to play at least the rest of this series. If they go further, he might be back next series, but that's really generous. I wouldn't really count on it, honestly. Yeah, that's not something you'd want to count on. If he comes back and you, you get him, that's great, but like. And I want to talk about that too, because this is Adam Silver's fault. Adam Silver, this season, it, it got, everyone joked about the bubble. I think this season has an argument for if 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 this season's you know uh, isn't fake, then I don't know what the fuck is because injuries absolutely ravished the entire NBA this year. Um, cannot be understated. It it was a bigger. I made this point a few weeks ago. It feels like the injuries are a way bigger difference maker this postseason. Yeah, than, of like, course the last well, few, and like well, it makes sense that because well, yeah, because the most of these playoff teams had like two months off max. Um, because you had teams, you know, you had the Knicks and uh, Hawks, right? Who were I don't even think we're in the bubble. Neither of them. No. And the Hawks really didn't have too many injury issues. The Knicks really didn't either. Um, so they really had an advantage. Of course, it didn't. It turned out that uh, that didn't really end up mattering for the Knicks. Although the Hawks right now, gotta say, they are taking advantage of Embiid and Simmons maybe not being one hundred percent. I, I, it's what? Yeah, four point game with a minute left. Um... And you already know that minute's going to take. Uh, well, now, it's, now it says it's down to 45 seconds. So oh, shout out ESPN Gamecast for just well, 
So okay, let's talk about that series now. Then, so let's say let's say the Sixers close it out. Um, I think they win Game Seven in Philly if they do. I can't see. I Doc Rivers cannot do this again. He cannot do this again. Like I know it's not a three-one lead this time, but back to back like eighteen-point leads blown to a team that you're much better than uh, is not good. You have to win the series if you're Doc Rivers. If they lose this series, do you think they fire Doc? They should. I think they should. I don't think they would because it's his first year. And they might want to. You know, they might look long term with him, but I honestly think they should if he does. I I honestly don't know. Like, you get the one seed, but then just proceed to lose have... to the five seed. Yeah, no. I don't really know what more like I, I what more you could be looking for. Obviously, you can see, but I don't know like what more can you ask for? Yeah. So I, it looks like. Philly is going to pull it out unless, you know, a miracle. Um, so let's let's make that prediction then. ECF. Are you thinking... I'm thinking Nets in probably six. You know, honestly, Nets in five. No, because they're not healthy. If they were healthy, I guess... I think, I think this current Nets team could beat the Sixers in five. I have no faith in the Sixers whatsoever. Do you think KD by himself can beat the Sixer team in five? I don't yes. think so. I don't. I don't think that's true. And maybe a little bit of maybe a little bit of anti Philly bias is sneaking through here, but I do not have any faith in the Sixers whatsoever. It just this team does not look like a one seed right now. They no, have not been playing no. like a one seed. They put, they looked like a one seed when they beat up on an eight seed. Like congratulations, that's a series you're supposed to win four zero four one. So yeah. great job doing your job. But well, here's here's is, the thing. If they're healthy, Kyrie probably would come back not 100% in like the middle of that series. Uh, and I think they need 100% strength to win that series in five. I'm going to go, if the Sixers win game seven, if there even is one, I'm going to go Sixers. I'm going to go Nets in six. If it's, the, if it's the Hawks. See, I think KD could beat the Hawks by himself in five games. So I'm going to go Nets in five if the uh, if it's Hawks. Yeah, I'm sticking to my guns. Nets in five either way. I mean, it's a little risky, but... So... I think we did that for the Clippers already, right? For the for the Suns, I mean, um, I yeah, we did. So, I I think so. We we're saying Nets Nets Suns NBA Finals, just as everyone predicted at the start of the season. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe in the middle after all the injuries. To the right, Suns, let me rephrase on at, at, as we all expected after like like you know four years ago that this would be an NBA Finals matchup someday. Here's the thing, man. The, if you remember last year in the bubble, the Suns won all eight of their games. They went eight and zero. Oh, they did, it wasn't, yeah. But it wasn't enough, so they went home early or earlier than the playoff teams. Now here they are. They add Chris Paul, and now they're a juggernaut. They have the youth and the stamina with no injury issues. 
from you know a long playoff run, and now here they are. And they really benefited from uh, from losing, or they didn't lose them. They benefited from just missing now on that playoffs pretty heavily because if they did make that playoffs, they might have been a little more susceptible to injury. Crazy how that works out. I'm happy for them. I, I really want to see the Suns. I like, I like everything. I really, really want Chris Paul to get a run. Yeah, this is a very fun, very likable team. Um, definitely like a fun, young, energetic team that like led by CP3. Right. So like, I could definitely get behind this team winning the finals. That's probably. Like I don't the think I they would, would if they, if they have to face a healthy Nets. I don't think they're going to. Well, uh, I, when I say that, I mean like this is a team that I'd want to win the finals. Yes, I do want them. If out of any team left, I want them to win the finals. Um, but we still have some more basketball to talk about. Yeah, the Celtics did something today. Yes, they did. They certainly did. And I, I, well, yeah, the Thunder did something too, but um, yeah. yeah. So Kemba Walker is a Thunder now. How how would you? Is that? I don't know. He's don't a know supersonic. He he's a yeah. He's a supersonic. Just um, you know, it. So they traded pick sixteen and Kemba. Pretty much for Horford and uh, what's his name as center? The Moses other guy. Brown. Moses Brown. Moses Co. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm fine with this. It's, it's really not that bad. It, um, it really isn't. It's not. However, I just I mean, uh, it's 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 the Celtics, so everyone overreacts. Uh, I did. I did throw a laugh at it, but like, it's really not that egregious. It's not like the Celtics need that pick, and they really no. have not drafted well outside the lottery, anyways. So, the, the, I, honestly, and we don't need another project player that we probably wind up taking at sixteen, anyways. So, yeah, like I'm, it's fine. I mean, Kemba wanted out. Brad Stevens wanted him out. They made it happen, and they no get Horford really wanted back. Kemba to stay in Boston. That's crazy. Like I said many times, I said over and over and over how this was, you know, well, not I, good. I said this last week or two weeks ago. Going for Kemba like that—that's a move you make a hundred percent of the time when you're the Celtics in that position. After what was it, 2019? I mean, the 2018-19 season, that's a move you make 100% of the time. It's funny because now Terry Rozier is better. I, you know, it's really funny how that works out, isn't it? That after Terry Rozier stinks it up in the postseason, he leaves elsewhere for big money. Actually starts playing up to his contract. And now he's actually solid. The guy that replaces him starts to stink it up. That's, you know... Watch Kemba fucking... Start dropping twenty eight a game in OKC too. That is that. That's how this. Well, I mean, okay, if he did, it would be because there's no one else on the team, and he is 
fucking he's the only scorer so he has the ball in his hand every possession like it would, it would be inflated as numbers that don't matter all right let's say let's say he drops 28 a game on good efficiency though uh, then still i mean I, that still means that on your team you, he would be taking those touches away from tatum and brown so At the end of the day, I don't think you lose this trade, even with Horford uh, not really being the player that he once was. I mean, but. Horford has much less guaranteed money than Kemba does. Like, I'm pretty sure Kemba's contract is fully guaranteed. But um, I believe Horford, it is. Horford has less guaranteed money, so that's definitely help alleviating the cap issues. Um, you got some trade exceptions out of this, too, so there's like... Yeah, you got all those trade exceptions. Yeah, I wonder if we'll actually make. I wonder if we'll actually, you know, make a trade this time. I mean, I don't really know who's on the block. That's like really good right now. I don't know. I mean, I've and like a point guard who like can pass the ball and play defense. <laughs> Has that been too much to ask for? Yes. Apparently. Absolutely too much to ask for. You're being ridiculous. Ah, you give one or the other. <laughs> well, defense has been dreadful, so let's get another score. Yeah, defense has been bad. Jason Jason really does not play defense. Brown tries. I think he's kind of giving it up now that he's a, kind of a star. It's like, wait, stars don't play defense. <laughs> yeah, this is an offense league. What the hell is defense? As actually kind good, of a if, thing, actually, now you're a good defense. defender in this league. Like, you have to be either like a top tier elite player, or you're you're just a defensive guy. Here's the thing, though. Now that you bring up defense in Boston, it, there's been you know the murmurs of Brad Stevens wanting to trade uh, Smart, who that would really kind of hurt. Even even with any return you get on him, it's not a defensive minded guy. Uh, but we'll see. I mean, I'm, Smart is, in theory, our best defensive player. I, I, Smart doesn't really want to be there anymore. It's kind of the thing. Like, Smart kind of hates it in Boston, and Stevens, I mean, doesn't really seem to love him. He might be out the door, and that honestly would hurt. Like in the long run, I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know what return Smart would get right now. I, not much. I can't think. Like not a crazy return, but maybe like a first, like a late first. I mean, if if Smart does turn out to want to leave, then you might as well get whatever return you can get at that point. Because if Smart doesn't want to be there and he turns out to just be a net negative in the end, it's not like Smart is the piece that's going to take this team from a contender to a champion. Or even just a playoff team to a contender. It's like, he is expendable. I've said it before and I'll say it again. The only player that's not expendable on this team that like you can that you absolutely cannot trade away is Tatum. Brown is like, uh, if you offer something for Brown, like what? I'm talking like 
top tier caliber players and probably an early first or two. I, I don't really know who has know both who of those things, trade. like the like Beal or something. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd trade Brown for Beal. I'd entertain the idea of it, but Brown for Beal in a first would not get it done for me. I mean, actually, with an early first, I'll entertain the idea. But I maybe would take that. I mean, Beal is a bit older and definitely. I tr- I try to get a little bit more out of uh, Washington if I can. Like what? They don't have much. I don't know, man. That, that's a question for Brad. <laughs> Brad doesn't have Whoever the, the hell's making these decisions. I know, and that's what I'm afraid of. Uh, officially, but, the Sixers um, have pushed the series to the seventh. Yes. So, so Hawks, oh, what the fuck? Why can't you get this done? I think that was their best chance. I don't think they would game seven. <laughs> I know. I'm afraid of that now. But... As I was just saying, I would, for the right price, trade Jalen Brown. I don't think there's a price tag that's within remote reason that I would trade Jason Tatum for. Actually, I, I yeah, I just want to point out, now that this game's over, I just want to say, Trey, uh, 13 to 30 tonight? Ooh, that's not good. Uh, well, I mean... He took a lot of twos, more twos than normal. He took 22-point shots tonight. Hmm. So, just interesting tidbit there, but I, I think I, I hear what you're saying. Um, and the Celtics are in a very weird uh, weird spot. You know, they're they're just kind of they're in limbo. I mean, they're going to be a playoff team pretty uh, consistently. It's just like I don't know how far they're going. I, I, you know, it really depends on this off season's going to say a lot about this Celtics team. If we have a good off season, and you know, we make some smart. What does that mean, though? Like, what what would be a good off season at this point? Getting a quality point. I don't know what I don't know what the free agents are gonna look like. I don't know. I don't know like who's gonna even be available for free agency or like to trade for realistically. Um some quality depth pieces that like can actually score and play defense and like, you know, play basketball. That would be a good good start. <laughs> You you would want I, I understand the want for would, basketball players on your basketball team. Yes. I would want my professional basketball team that I somewhat consider a team that I support to have players basketball, basketball players. I would hope that at bare minimum Brad Stevens can get us basketball players. Um look if the, if we wind up like cricket players, I understand, you know, B and C close together in the dictionary, but like I don't think cricket players are going to be able to do anything on a basketball court. I mean, they might be able to guard Carson Edwards. Hey, I doubt it. What do you mean Carson Edwards, the guy who everyone told me was a fucking steal that, you know, was so much better than Thibault and, like, was going to be a fucking starter one day? I mean, he actually fucking might be now, but. I uh, don't recall. Oh, you, I know your ass for calls. You were one of those bastards. I uh, plead the fifth. 
you know, for how much I'm wrong, I turn up right kind of quite a bit. I mean, really, that guy, it's so annoying. That guy literally was just the main ball handler at Purdue because he was the only good player at Purdue and he was good at it. But then he got on an NBA team and he could no longer do that. And then it was a time to learn the playbook. And he was like, uh, learn the playbook challenge. Impossible. Cannot be done. I called Brad Stevens at 3 a.m. Scary. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. Did the Boston Celtics get clickbaited by Carson Edwards? Yes. Yes. I think <laughs> I, I would have said that about any team that drafted him. But yes, the Celtics were the ones that got clickbaited by Carson Edwards. Uh, if we had funnier titles, I think that would be a good title for an episode. <laughs> don't the watch. Celtics get clickbaited by Carson Edwards. Don't, don't watch Carson Edwards college footage at 3 a.m. Terrifying. He called me. <laughs> His agent <laughs> called me. Christ. It happened with Naismith, too. You know, Naismith's at least showing some promise out there. He, I don't, I can't tell if he's good or not. I, you know, he's had his bright moments. When he's he's not hurt. <laughs> he's Schrodinger's role player. Uh, yes. He's good and yes. bad at the same time. He does some things really well, and then he does some things really not well. So it kind of balances out to law of averages, and it's like, you know what? Role player. That one, you know, the one role player I think actually did work out pretty well was Robert Williams. He, I actually like him. probably going to try and get transitioned into our full-time starter. The only issue is he cannot stay healthy. He's also not really tall enough to play a true five. I mean, that hasn't really been a problem for him, though. He plays better than his size, if that like makes any sort of sense. Like he, yeah, he does. He's, he's a solid. He's a solid player. He just can't stay on the court. Which, in case you aren't aware, that is kind of important for a basketball player. You would uh, want your basketball player to consistently be playing basketball. Yeah. Yes, or at least available to play basketball. Yeah, at least at the minimum, like able to play. Um, like if he's like in a walking boot, you can't really play basketball in one of those. I've only had my wrist in a cast before. I've never had anything on my feet like that. But I'm gonna guess that it's probably very tough to do that. Yeah. But basketball talk was sure fun. You wanna know some true pain? We could suffer together. Uh so you know how MLB the show does those uh, top moments like uh, every yeah. week? Guess uh, guess who two players were that got Diamond Tops moments this week? Who got Diamond Tops moments this week? Uh, Mike Talkman and Brock Holt. Oh. Isn't that some... Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you guys just traded away Talkman like a month ago. Boy, we could sure use him. Uh, Brock Holt, I mean, I love Brock Holt. He's probably... He, Brock Holt's easily a top 10 favorite player in the league for me. He's not like, really? in terms of like, oh, he's he's a super wholesome guy. It's not based off his ability 100%. Like, I do not, like how he's, I mean, he like, is a just, diamond now. I, I, I love that. I might have to pick him up. 89, like, nah, 89 Brock Holt would not be usable in, I in not point in the game, but hey, man, collections, I just, I love though. Brock Holt. 
God, we could sure use Mike Talkman right now, couldn't we? If only we had an outfielder that was good in the field and okay with the bat and could stay healthy. It's almost like relying uh, on the three true outcomes is not a sustainable strategy in the modern day MLB. It is actually. It's actually the strategy in the MLB now. In fact, there's true. There's only two true outcomes now. You strike. You fucking strike out or hit a home run. There's no walking anymore. There's two true outcomes. <laughs> That's some fucking galaxy brain shit. There's no longer so three true outcomes. There's two now. Why? Why wait for a walk when you can swing the bat? True. True. If you if you're not swinging for the fences every at bat. You're every, not really every swing, not even in a bat, just every 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 time you lift the bat off your shoulders, it's either you're missing or hitting it over the fence. There's that's pretty no- much, that's that was me like when I was learning the controls that will be the show and playing roads of the show. It's like I'm swinging for the fences every fucking at bat. That ball's three feet out of the zone, but guess what? I'm going yards. Guess what? Pitch. Guess what? If I connect with it, and it's gonna go far though. You know, I mean. Three true outcomes: fly out, ground out, or strike out. <laughs> no, that's, if me there were, playing, that's me playing out with the show now. If there I were really three true this. outcomes now, it would be strike out, home run, fly out. That would be the three true outcomes. And then the hidden fourth true outcome, where you sit, you think you get all of it. Matt Vaskirchen starts talking about how you just launched a ball, and then it turns out to just be a fly out to the warning track. <laughs> I don't know the, if you've had that happen. The, the, the ball that's carrying outcome. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what he says. The home the that the show player's fallacy when you think you hit a home run, but it's just a ball that's carrying. Matt Vesgurge needs to repent for his sins for his delivery no. voice line. Nah, the game needs to repent for its sins. I mean that too, but the fact that he, he puts so much energy into that, thinking like, okay, yeah, I think I just got all of it. It's gone. Psych. No, it's out. You suck. No, it didn't even hit the warning track, actually. <laughs> or like when you fucking, you get like the no doubter bat flip, but then it, you realize that you were early on it, so you still pull it a little too much. Oh, yeah. When you, hit a, no, too. When you hit a no doubter. And it's and they pull it just a bit. Oh, it's pain. Yeah, you're just, you're you get all of it, but you're just too early on it. That's been my problem lately. Is like I am way too early on it. Getting the timing down is fucking tough. It's kind of yeah. Weird. I mean, it depends on. I, I struggle more with velo sometimes. Like sometimes I'll catch on, but there's some velo guys like crochet. Jesus Christ. Then again, I haven't even played on be the show in a couple days, so I'm probably still feeling a little rusty. It's pain. Kind of pain. I'm going to be honest. I got burnt out of Diamond Dynasty real quick. It's hard. I mean, you got to grind a lot. Yeah. I don't know. The same thing happened with me with Madden Ultimate Team. Yeah, like, but... I have way more fun with Diamond Dynasty than Ultimate Team, but, like... At least you don't spend like seventy dollars and then get burnt out on Ultimate Team. At least, at least you get burnt out for free on on the show. Yeah, for real. 
<laughs> it's hard to keep up with. I mean, they're dropping shit like every day. Like they have new monthlies and shit. Actually, a new monthly came out a bit ago. Uh, every Friday, obviously, you get the tops now. And then the new inning programs. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. And Team Affinity. Yeah. Which I can appreciate. I can always appreciate a game having a lot of content like that. But Think you're ever going to get Chipper? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> then you pack a trout. You pretty much have to. You, you'd have to. I'd have to pack trout. Well, yeah, because he's worth like five hundred dollars of real life money. Yeah, and God, God knows I'm not spending that much money on a video game. I'm not spending five hundred dollars to get trout, man. And I'm, I'm not. I'm also not buying packs for it either, because I really don't care enough to go for that. They give you a lot of packs. They do, yeah. Especially Team Affinity. Holy shit! They probably give you like three hundred packs, maybe more. Something like that. A lot of balling is a habits as well. It's good. I mean, the show does a good job with that. You'll get a I, yeah. good, you'll get a good pull every once in a while. I you know with all the free packs I've gotten, I don't think I've pulled a diamond since I pulled ten salmon. Damn, I pulled like really? a I pulled a, I pulled a ton. I pulled. I mean, well, I don't pull a ton, but like. I mean, I did pack Acuna, so... You did pack Acuna. Yeah, that's probably going to be the best I get. I still have plenty more expensive-ass cards I need to get. Yeah. You know, it's funny, actually. The day after you packed Acuna, I uh, I woke up to a Snapchat from my friend Hank. Shout out, Hank, if you're listening to this. I think you, Hank actually does listen to this, I think. And um, he's a first-year player on Xbox like myself. Um, literally, the morning after you packed Acuna... I got a Snapchat from him, and he packed Acuna. And what was really cool about that is that Hank's a huge Braves fan. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. So he was super excited, and he was wondering what to do with it. He's He's been using him now. and like, Don't sell him. Don't. Oh, he's not. He, he loves Acuna. He's not going to sell him. Well, yeah, that's but like, you, that's you, really, you really shouldn't anyways. <laughs> right. Uh, my brother also packed him. Twice, actually. He's packed him twice now. He's back two twice? He's at Acuna. Oh, wow. Yeah. But, uh, now we're talking about Home Be The Show packs. I think we can wrap this up. Yeah, we don't need to uh, indulge capitalism here. But, uh... True. You know, thank you for listening to episode fucking... 149? 149. Is it? It is 149. Last week was Julio. True. So thank you for listening to episode 149 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian Cusick. That is spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Beer is I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening and have a great day. <laughs>